Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. And welcome into this edition of Voice Coaches Radio. I am Josh. He is Sam. We are delighted to have you joining us. Sam, how are we doing, my friend? Josh, I'm doing so well because that intro that you just did, I've been missing it. Oh, I know, right? I tried to recreate it a couple times, and I really, like, even I'm listening to you do it, and mine was a far cry from what you just you did. Know, it was stop. like, and welcome into the Voice Coaches Radio. <laughs> that was my no, version. That's good. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's got that uh, that uh, game show host feel to it. <laughs> and I, tr- I try to go for the lounge lizard feel. Hey, <laughs> welcome in. Let's turn the lights down a little bit. And this little date is going out to the lady in the back. Uh, it's like uh, Bill Murray in Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Star Wars. Is nothing that- <laughs> but Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sketch. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I haven't been here in a while. I mean, I've been here, but I haven't been on the, uh, on the pod. You've been busy. You've been on vacation. You've been running. You've been running a lot. I have. Yeah. So I think I had a wedding that I was going to in New Jersey a few weeks ago. And then, uh, yeah. And then last week I had, uh, and I know we, we had talked about it. I had the, uh, the peak to brew. Peak to uh, brew. brew, And, uh, that was a, a 227 mile relay race, uh, that took us 31 hours and 59 minutes. Oh my God. Um, and it was a, uh, first of all, I was terrified. Like I was so nervous. Why were you nervous? Oh my God. I don't know. Like just everything about it. Like the running part, I was kind of nervous about it. It was just everything. Just being in a van for that long with people, including people I didn't know. Um, it was, uh, I, I was, I was, I'm an anxious person by nature mm. and, uh, that, that definitely, uh, set off my anxiety a little bit, but no, it was, it was a blast. It was, we started, um, so it was last uh, last Thursday we drove up to Lake Placid and um, stayed at a hotel in Lake Placid and then Friday morning at 8 a.m. we drove to the top of Whiteface Mountain and it was so foggy we couldn't see a damn thing uh, and that's so cool. uh, and that's where the race started started we we started at eight o'clock and. Um, that's where the first leg ran. I was leg five of 12, and our first runner uh, ran, and uh, my legs were 5.2 miles, 2.3 miles, 6.1 miles, and 6 miles. Wow. Um, and wow. my third leg, my 6.1 mile leg, began at 5 o'clock in the morning. Woo! Yeah, it was early. Wow. And, and raining. Which I could have done without, um, but uh, but no, it was it was a blast. It, it really was. It was a ton of fun. The the scenery out there. My goodness, I've never mm. been out to Lake Placid or, or any of those areas. Um, uh, Mirror Lake and Tupper Lake and um, Old Forge Old and all Forge. those areas. Like I I've never been to those areas. Yeah, it was, oh, just gorgeous up there. Yeah. Um, and then just you know we got to see the sunrise that uh, you know Saturday morning and then. We stayed at a B and B outside of Utica that night, and uh, you know, just just really, really a, a lot of fun and uh, super, super pretty. So I, I, I had a blast. I had an absolute blast. My legs are dead, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, uh, since you've been telling me all about this, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be like Josh, and I yeah, went running oh this God. morning. I no really one, did. No one should be like me. Well, no, but I was just like, you, you, the other day, you made a comment. You're like, yeah, I just ran like seven miles. You know, no big deal. I just run seven miles on average now. And I'm like, oh, okay, I got you, Josh. So I was like, I'm going to try to run again. And I, how I we did. Doing? How we doing? This morning, I, I mapped it out last night. I made yep. a map. I yep. figured out we're actually a house sitting right now for Jocelyn's sister. And we're I, I mapped out this ma- uh, this route that'd probably take me about know, it was six and a half miles. Mm-hmm. That's more than I usually run. You it's know, a, a good, five run, haul, yeah. a five run is a really good run for me. That's about as far as I typically go. I haven't run in, let's say, a couple weeks, probably probably a month, really, mm-hmm. truthfully. Mm-hmm. So I went out this morning. I started it. And at about two miles in, I'm like, ah. F this. I am out. No, I can't. I, I can tell you exactly how you're feeling right now. You're feeling okay, and then tomorrow's going to happen. Go, I'm going to go back and run again. D-O-M-S. Domes. Delayed onset muscle soreness. 
Oh, it's what happens, oh. it's what happens when uh, you get older. You don't get sore right away, but it's usually like 18 to 24 hours later, you're like, ooh, that's not fun. So you're like, you're, yeah. you're telling me I'm going to be in pain tomorrow. That is what I'm telling you. Yes. I see. That is what, potentially by, the end, of right potentially now, by the end of today. But mm. uh, yeah, probably probably tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, no, because I had to get back into uh, to my marathon training because I still have that coming up in October. Soon. Um, and a half. I have a half coming up next month. Oh my gosh. And, that's awesome. Uh, so that one, you know, that one I'm not too, too worried about. The marathon, that's uh, it's a lot of, that's, that's many, many, many much miles. Yeah. Many, many much miles. And I'm many, a little uh, concerned. Many much miles moving. Yeah. maximum so, velocity. Uh, so I, I did five yesterday. I did seven on Wednesday. Uh, I'm off today and tomorrow. And then Sunday, I'm scheduled to run 14 miles. Whoa, holy yeah. cow. I've never run 14 miles. That's amazing. Uh, me neither, actually. That's so uh, we're going to see how that works out. Not uh, not sure how that one's going to go. Do you listen to music when you run? I do, usually, yeah. Okay. I do. Um, I, have, uh, uh, I have a new set of, uh, of headphones. They're I don't remember who makes them, but they're bone conductivity headphones, mm. and uh, they don't go in your ear. They go just outside your ear uh, on the bone, like between, like outside your your ear next to your jaw, and it actually transmits the the audio uh, through wavelengths through the bone rather than through the air in your ear. And what that means is it means that your ear is clear. So you can hear things. Hmm, that's cool. So like if a car is coming, I'll uh, be able to hear that. Or someone yells at me like, hey, get, get out of the way, idiot. Yeah, something like that. Like, I'll be able to know. Or like, are you dying? I'm like, yeah, I can answer that. Yes, I am. <laughs> because I can hear you. Uh, so, and then they're awesome. They're, they're really awesome. Especially for like this past trip, because we ran most of the roads we ran on were, you know, regular open roads. Um, you know, and so you wanted to make sure you could hear the cars that were going to hit you. Um, yeah. I don't think anyone got hit. No one got hit. Uh, I did, and I, I think I told you this. Yeah, there was a, a bear warning. It's so crazy. Uh, yeah, so we, got crazy. A, we got a text message from HQ at one point uh, that there was a bear that was spotted <laughs> running across the road. Uh, and I was like, and, and literally, it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, hey, uh, there was bear spotted. Here's where it was spotted. So, you know, just be alert. And I'm like, be alert. What, what do you expect me to do? Like, oh, there's a bear. Cool. Uh I just peed myself. <laughs> like, I don't know what exactly I was supposed to be on alert for. Like, I'd rather not see the bear, right? We, we were talking about uh, last year, uh, and I didn't do it last year, but apparently there was a warning that someone spotted a mountain lion at one point, which I'm not sure is true because I don't think you'd actually spot a mountain lion. I feel like the, the mountain, mountain lion, lion would spot, spot you. you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it would spot that you. It looks like a delicious meal. And, and and that would be how that would go. Like, the text message would not be like, hey, mountain lion was spotted. It would be, hey, mountain lion ate a runner, so watch out for that. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know... It, it, what am I supposed to do when I see a bear? Oh, I saw a bear. Okay. Um, you know what you do? You, I'm you running. See a bear, you I'm going to keep faster. I'm going to keep you just running. I'm, I'm not sure. And I'm 19 miles, man. I'm not sure I could have much faster in me. Yeah, but if you if you actually you didn't see the bear, if you I saw the bear, bear, I bet you would be like double time. Well, You'd be surprised. And, and the other thing that uh, the text that came around was there was a, a loose dog mm. that was uh, on the course and actually chased a runner. And I'll tell you what, well, I'll take the sense. bear. I'll take the bear. Yeah. Because uh, the bear probably wants nothing to do with you. Yeah, bear's probably like, hey, unless you're running hungry. Yeah, really hungry. I'm going to be like sick or something like that. Or if you're messing with your cubs, which I wouldn't recommend but like you know the bear is probably like hey i'm just trying to get across the road literally it was like bear crossed the road and run up a tree like that's a very bear thing to do but like the dogs like chased a runner and like if i'm i don't i want nothing with that like that dog's like i'm gonna eat you and bite you bear's like eh, i just want to cross the road that's true maybe poop in the woods i know and if i know if, if, if a bear does that if bears do and as a baby bear i will tell know. you yes they do that's the rumor that's what they that's do that's the rumor <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, that would be that would be tough. But actually, interesting note: we uh, we just got the results and we finished ninth out of fifty nine teams. That's crazy. Which is That's which is congratulations. Thank That's you. Too yeah, cool. yeah so cool. we're we're actually really impressed with that because we weren't really worried too too much about mm. uh, about our pace. We just wanted to not die or get eaten, uh, and we succeeded in all events. Congratulations! So, uh, so no, it was a blast. It was an absolute blast. Highly recommend running two hundred and thirty miles. So you were anxious when you started running. Did the mm. anxiety just like disappear? Um, so <laughs> he said, anxiously. My, my first leg, when I got handed my first leg, I took off like a bat out of hell. Ooh. I just went hauling down the road and about three quarters of a mile in, I was like, well, that was dumb. <laughs> uh, but the thing is I was so amped up. I was like, I need to calm myself down. Like I was like, I forget about slowing down. I just need to calm myself down, lower my heart rate a little bit, lower my breathing a little bit because I took up way too fast because you do know, get you get juiced up you get amped up um, especially because every single person in this we were six people in each van and every person in my van was way faster than me um, we had uh, a few guys that I work out with at the gym uh, one of them who is uh, our about a month or two ago ran a 50 mile ultra marathon and is training for a hundred mile marathon so he's clearly better than me uh there was a guy who ran uh, the mile at northeastern in college uh, when i was there so he's clearly faster than me and then there were, were two girls who also both ran track um collegiately at uh, at plattsburgh so they're both faster than me and, and one of them literally were in the van and, and she had done it last year and it was katie and she had done it last year and she was like yeah i really didn't train much this year she's like i just did like four miles this past week and i only got like just under an eight minute pace she's like so this is gonna be slow and i'm like Oh, okay. I, you know, I, yeah, just under, yeah, man, that's so slow. Like, I was like, that's your slow pace. Cool. That's awesome. I am the weakest link in this chain for <laughs> sure. So, you know, you, 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 you go out quick, but yeah. So, I mean, eventually, I mean, five miles has taken me what? 40 and change minutes. And so after like 10 minutes, you calm down at some point. Um, but yeah, by that point I was, you know, Get okay, but the other thing is, like, so when I ran my from the time I ran my first leg to the time I ran my second leg, I remember my second leg was only two point three miles. It was like eight and a half hours between runs. So it's really weird because you have all this time in between. So like, yeah, I ran nineteen and a half miles, but like it was split up over the course of thirty hours. So it's a it's a very weird sensation. But I did manage to sleep for forty five minutes. <laughs> That was unfortunate. But even when you're running, though, I, I know uh, for when I did my half marathon many, many years ago, I got like three hours of sleep the night before because mm. we, we had to drive. There was all this, like, there was just there's so many things. It's sure, really early sure. in the morning. And then I, w- I was really tired until I started running. And I'm like, oh, I feel fine. You know what I mean? Like once oh, you're yeah. actually in the work, doesn't matter. But especially like my last leg. My last leg was my fastest. Mm. Uh, the last six miles was the second to last leg. And, and you know, that one. And, and I kind of went with the, you know, the, the premise of, oh, this is it. You know, don't. Just go. You're done this after this. Is yeah. uh, and so you know, yeah, it, it kind of passes. Although there is, there, there does always come a point like halfway through the run where you're like, "Whoa, what did you do?" And then, then it, that kind of passes. So yeah, it comes and goes. It comes in waves. Do you it have like waves. a last running question I got for mm. you? Do you have? a mantra or like a song or like when you start feeling like, oh gosh, I can't do this anymore. I'm so tired. Uh, just like, do you have a, something you start talking to yourself? Do you like berate yourself? What just do you do? Keep swimming. Just keep <laughs> yes. Swimming, just keep oh, I love uh, it. No, I, you know what? I, I really don't. Uh, I have certain songs that, uh, that, that definitely jack me up more than others. Uh, and I'm a big music guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's why I find music helps me run just sure. because of, you know, uh, I, I love music. Um, so, so that that's definitely helpful. I really don't have uh, you know a, a mantra per se. Um, just 
go. If you nice. Just, you know, just, just go. I know. For, that's go. Uh, that's, just, that's, go. Just, just go. Just shut up and go. I know for me, once it starts getting hard, I used to just be like, I, I, I like to know in my mind about where I'm at. Like, I kind of be like, okay, I'm a quarter of the way through the run. Okay, I'm halfway through the run. And if I'm halfway through, it's like only another half to go. Only another half to go. And then I get to like the three-quarter mark. I'm like, okay, only a quarter to go. Only a quarter. To, and I just True. keep repeating that's a dang- that. That's over a dangerous and over. game, though. That's it a is. dangerous game because you're like, oh, I'm only a quarter of the way done. That's not good. That's not good. That's so, true. So it, it, it I, I do hear what you're saying, and I, and I definitely do that to an extent, right? And I keep an eye on my, my watch. And again, the, the, the distances are approximates. So like my 5.2 mile was more like 5.4. And then when you get to right. 5.2 and you're not done, you're like, uh, hey, what's supposed is going to be done now, here? guys? I was told, this I was told is this is where I was going to finish and this is where I'm not finishing. This baby bear um, is going to poop in the woods to protest. So, I mean, like, <laughs> I it, it's, it's tough, man. Good. It's tough. I bet. Um, yeah. You know, in, in, in that regard. But, um, yeah, I guess I don't really have a mantra per se. There's what is it? Uh, it well, my mantra is pain is 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 inevitable <laughs> suffering is i don't know i a was, choice yeah. suffering is is optional yes, uh, that was yeah, in yeah. The, that was in the book that was that was in in, in the book yeah, i literally read the introduction yesterday the uh what i talk about oh cool about running. oh and speaking of voice oh oh that's what he talks about yeah yeah, yeah oh yep. great that's oh, what he says the, he has uh, he has someone yes. who has that yeah yeah no it's true that's i think that's a, a buddhist premise or um I don't know. Maybe it's just an old adage. But yeah, Josh is reading this book right now by Hiroki, Hiroki Murakami, who's a Japanese writer, and he has a book that, and I've read it uh, many years ago. It's all on run, running, and he's a writer, and he basically talks about how he became a writer in the through the lens of becoming a marathon, an ultra marathon, like long distance runner, and equates the two things. And what's interesting is, as I was doing a little research on him, most of his writing is like. It's it's mostly fiction and it's mostly oh, like yeah. fantasy fiction. Yes, like it's, re- it's it's way out there. I've read a couple of his books. They're really it's like surreal. Yeah, it's magical realism is how I would describe it. It's like the premise. So I describe, describe you. That's that's why I like his book so much. Uh, <laughs> the premises of all of his books start out basically with somebody. Uh, a wind up bird chronicles. Here's a great example. I'll give you a concrete example. The book starts. A man is making pasta. It always starts with somebody making food, and oh, his cat's like missing. And then all of a sudden, he so he's spending his day. And he, then you learn that he's just been recently unemployed, and he's looking for his cat. But then his wife goes missing, and oh. it, this is just the beginning. And he's just searching for his cat and his wife, and it takes him into like the underworld of Tokyo. There's this magical element that's very surreal, but it always starts very benign. It's re- it's really great. It's a really I'm not a big Damn, fantasy I need to, guy. I need I to I need to make pasta. I don't like, I'll say it, I'll say it on the podcast, I don't like Game of Thrones. I'm not a big Game of Throner. I know I've probably lost the only fans we had by saying that. Boo, I, like, I, <laughs> I, I like things based in realism that can then be magical. And I think Mirakami really walks that line incredibly well. I mean, Game of Thrones could be real. There are dragons. <laughs> You know, they, they exist. You, that's true. They exist. You, How dare you? I'm sorry. How dare I, you? I, I I'm sorry, I've never, I've never seen it. Like ever. I don't have HBO, um, so I've never, never seen it. I've, I saw like one episode, so I, it's true. It's premature of me to judge it, but that's what I do, I guess. Yeah, but enough. we yeah. also have some voiceover stuff to talk we about because somebody what? in the room did a voiceover job recently. I did. Yeah, and yeah, it's a couple not weeks me. ago. It's no, a couple me. weeks ago. Yeah, I did a, uh, I did a, uh, a voiceover piece. I did a, uh, a voicemail. It's my first voicemail piece, actually. How did it go? Uh, it was, it was great. I think. I mean, I thought it went fine. I don't know. The check cash. So that was good. Uh, hey, um, but no, I mean, I, I thought it went well. It was it was different. Um, and, you know, we, we talked to uh, to students about how that's one option and it's kind of boring in nature and kind of boring in practice. But, you know, it's it's a it's a good thing to uh, to have. It's a it's a good option to have. And uh, it was it was interesting. It was definitely interesting. It was, you know, the, the interesting part. So it was it was a, a company, um, a local company, and they do like um, 
you know, they clean up after, you know, fires or, or water damage or, or, or things like that, right? Serious things that, that, that happen to people or companies. And so I started to read it and I read it in my normal, you know, announcer voice, like, thank you for calling, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, yeah, no, that's no, <laughs> no, we want it more like, remember, people who are calling are like, you know, they just went through something pretty traumatic, like just, their, their house, house caught on down. fire. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, they've flooded, their basement flooded and they lost, you know, property and things like that. And, and, you know, you're the voice, first voice they hear. You got to be calming and empathetic. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's a fair point. So totally changed the direction I was planning on going in and uh, became more of thank you for calling this blah, 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 blah. Right. We're here for you. I love you. Don't forget that. Um, and it, so that it, was exactly what he said. Exactly what I said. Yeah. Verbatim. Um, but, you know, it was, it was interesting. I'll tell you what my my, my favorite part was. Um, you get to the part where it's like, please press one and, and all the other options. And I think they only had like four options, but, you know, to give them some some extra in case they add employees or whatnot, we went through all the numbers, all one through nine, we did zero, we did pound, we did star, but I, I was told, uh, uh, okay, so say, uh, please press one uh, all the way through zero and then star and, and pound, but I want you to say it a few times and try to make them different each time. And I'm like, okay. So it's like, please press one, please press one, please press one. Please press two. Please press two. I feel like a robot. <laughs> like at some point you get to like six or seven and you're like, oh my God, what is happening right now? Like it's weird. It's a, it was a, that was a weird, weird sensation. But uh, no, uh, uh, Brett here at the studio did a nice job of putting it all together and turning it into a cohesive uh, product that could actually be used. Uh, and, I, and I think they, uh, I think they enjoyed it and, um, and, are, and are currently using it. So uh, yeah. I think everybody, uh, I think it turned out pretty good for everybody. For me as the voice actor, for them as the client. Now, I don't know how the producer took it because that was you. Yeah, uh, well, So probably uh, probably man. pretty uh, uh, pretty miserable time for you having, to deal, with, having to deal with the, <laughs> the high maintenance uh, <laughs> talent that I am. That's right. I'm the talent. How dare you? Uh, bottles of water, yeah. uh, towelettes. We had to. We actually had to carry Josh into the vocal mm-hmm. booth. Yeah, I yeah. had to get four of our staff members to be like, "Hey, can you carry Josh in there? He does not walk into the. Vo- it's a superstition. It makes him do better. I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. Was, my, yeah. I, I will say my favorite moment though is when you were doing those numbers, which I could totally tell was maddening because I I've yeah. never done that. I've never actually done a voicemail system that I can think of. Uh, you <laughs> you got it, it must have gotten so crazy for you in your mind that you started counting incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it becomes like it, it do you do it like so many times you're like what number was I on yeah, because it just becomes like this thing where you just start doing it and they're like uh and like yeah go back and do three i already did three no you didn't oh all right i'm gonna do that now then apparently yeah (laughs) like it it does because you're just like like this is this is absurd what am i doing and you kind of lose lose track of it and and then i you finish up and you're like was that was that was that okay? Because I honestly have zero ideas. Yeah, it's true. Zero ideas. So when you're in the booth, is it hard to tell? Like, was that good? Was that not good? What did uh, what that feel like? That part was. Um, you know, no, it, it wasn't too bad in general, uh, especially with the you know the constructive criticism as far as you know how to make the tone sound, what kind of they're looking for. I thought that was extremely helpful. Um, and you know, there was definitely feedback from uh, not only from you and from from Brett who was editing, but also from the the client themselves, yeah. which was also uh, which was also very helpful. Um, the the number part that was that was different. That was weird, and sure. and I was not sure that I did that okay until we were done. Um, and yeah. I was like, how was that? Because I finished <laughs> and it was like quiet, as you know, Brett was doing with his thing, and you guys were like, yeah, it was fine. But I'm like, 
So do I have to do that again? Because I really don't want to. You know, what I will say is that what we were listening for and probably what was happening that moment when you were waiting is very much Brett was just uh, mixing it together. He was cutting mm. pieces down. He was doing the audio engineering part. And I was just checking in with the client to be like, hey, what'd you think? Was it, were you happy? Really, as the producer in that situation, I didn't have to do too much because Brett is a super talented audio engineer who has done this plenty of times. So he was really taking the charge and like direction. And then my job, as I saw it, was to make sure that Carol Ann, who was our client in that situation, was happy with the product. I was like, hey, do you like what you're hearing? Do you like this? And then I jumped in maybe once or twice to be like, hey, maybe try this, Josh, because I know yeah. you and I know your language. So I could I thought I was like, oh, I think I can help him in this moment because I know how he how he works. But yeah, those numbers were fine. It's really it was really just about clarity at that yeah. point. Those little moments were like, hey, is this clear what you need to do? And that's what you're doing. You're again solving a problem, directing somebody. And you're just telling them what to do next. Like, just press this number. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's it's uh, super it, simple. You no, know, it, it it is. It definitely is simple. And it's but it's just it's it's a it's an interesting experience. It definitely was. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, that's the first time I've I've done a voicemail piece before, and it was uh, it was cool. It was cool, and it was it was quick. Twenty minutes, maybe. Yeah. If, yeah. if that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a it's a quick process. Um, you know, just because there's only so much you can do. There's, right. only, there's only so many ways I can say press one, and I tried. I would like to say most of them. But this is also why the demos are so important too, because like while uh, while you had a leg up in the fact, insofar as that I knew you, I Josh was not the only person I submitted. I actually have a number of demos that a client came to us, came to White Lake and was like, hey, we need a voiceover job. And so I submitted all the demos. I'm like, hey, these are people that I've worked with that I know that I like. I like their sound. I think they actually fit the tone because I knew their company a little bit. And sh- they picked Josh. I did not pick Josh in this. So I, I, I washed my hands of this. But you, yeah, it <laughs> so wasn't it's terrible, my choice. It's not my fault, <laughs> not guys. My, but I didn't, not my decision. No, but the, the, well, I guess what I'm trying to say, too, is that you had already done the work pre- in advance so that they knew that you were the voice that they wanted. They're like, Josh has the voice that they want to present when somebody calls in with a problem. They felt like your voice was the best fit for that job out of what I presented to them. So again, we have that relationship. You, It's who you know, that's who I submitted. But then it came down to what Josh could do and the unique qualities that he brought to the table. So these are all the charisma. things. This, uh, charisma, charm, baby bear, I don't know. Uh, I was Stunning, to- good look. <laughs> Giant beards. Giant beards. Giant going beards. gray. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Just you not, have not like to, one gray not hair. To, ooh, ooh. Not to circle <laughs> back, but uh, but running and with a beard, man, it gets warm. It gets, it? It gets uh, warm I, up in there. I can't. I can't. Not imagine. gonna lie to you. It gets warm up in there. I, I my facial hair grows very fast, but I can't stand when it gets like longer than I don't know the the tiniest bit. I have to shave it all the time. I I, I hate how it feels. Yeah, I'm at about I don't know five inches. Uh well, from my chin, probably a good like yeah. two and a half. Like it's it's getting. I gotta I gotta tame it down a little. Two and bit. a half of pure manliness. A pure something. <laughs> pure something. Pure bird's nest. I think running and voiceover very much go hand in hand. That's actually why I read the book uh, Mirakami's book because I think it also applies to any creative endeavor. It really is. It like he just talks about Mirakami goes from being a huge smoker, having this really difficult lifestyle. He owned a restaurant or a coffee shop and he was basically- like a jazz club. Yeah, it was like a jazz yeah. club. It did all these things and he would stay up till like four in the morning because he wouldn't get home till two in the morning or three in the morning that and then he would like write for an hour. And once he realized that he needed more time to write, he had to give up his jazz, jazz club lifestyle because he needed to be up in the morning to write and needed more time. And he cha- like he really goes through this whole transformation. I think that's true of voiceover, of any creative endeavor. It is that 
it is persistent action over time. It is that continual practice. I talked about this last week when it was just me flying solo, which was not nearly as good. It's having you back on the. No, it's all right. It was it was a good experience for me. I was like, ah, this is this is hard without Josh. Josh carries this show. I just uh, I make uh, comments here and there. All I do is press buttons. <laughs> press buttons and pass hot air but it's super important and it's just like running where it's like you've just got to keep going forward even if you don't feel like you can or you don't know what to do if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other you will keep making progress and it's that act of doing it that builds momentum and then creates more possibilities you can run longer distances or you can do more work if you can't fly run if you can't run walk if you can't walk crawl but by all means keep moving hmm was dr martin luther king jr was it it is yeah that's oh, great. That's a good quote. I like that quote. That's a great quote. Yeah. I love that. I feel like it it fits, but his version probably had a bit more gravitas to it, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but but yeah, I mean and, and and I tell this to students all the time. I'm a huge proponent of of momentum. Mm-hmm. Just do something, anything. I don't care. Go. Momentum is super powerful because yeah. it's bigger than you and it's more powerful than you'll ever be. Yep. In a way, it's like you're building something that's more powerful than you that then does the work for you so it yeah. becomes easier. It's like interest. It's like interest in yes. a bank account, yeah. which right now is not that great, but <laughs> that's okay. But what is it? It's working for you. It's, yeah. it's you know, you you put the investment in of time and energy and, and it keeps things going, right? It's uh, Newton's first law of motion. An object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. It's true. It's uh, the first, it's his first law. So getting over the beginning is the hardest part. Oh yeah. Moving something from stillness to motion is Ah, the hardest part. And that would be Newton's third law of motion. Inertia. Inertia. Ah. Inertia is a property of matter. Bill, 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 Bill Nye, the science I love Bill Nye. It's great. I still love Bill Nye. He's really funny. Oh, he's he's incredibly, he's a great storyteller. He is. He is. And you know what? His, uh, his, they were on Netflix and I tried to get my son to watch them, but he's a little young for that. Um, The Saves the World show? Uh, no, 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 no. His, uh, his originals. Oh, the, the oh. stuff that we used to when you know when they'd roll in yeah. that uh, that TV on a cart. Yep. That. Uh, yeah, I remember. Oh, those are great. That had like the uh, it was strapped down with like those big thick leather straps so that you couldn't take the TV off the cart. Those are great days. That was the those best. Are, when they rolled that thing in there, you were like, I'm not working today. Outstanding. And Epi- we watched Bill Nye. Epidermis. That's your skin. Uh, yes. That, that was yes. the first time I ever heard anyone say that joke. Excuse me, your epidermis is showing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny as a kid, and I still, still do. Still do. Well, Josh, I'm glad you're back. Oh, I'm thank so, you. I'm so glad you had this experience, too, of running and this gig that you had recently. Oh, thank you. Super, super cool. Super, you, there was no one better for the job. You were the right person for that company. Oh, thank you. They did I a good you. job. You're welcome. And, and I was just telling to you, you know what I, what I just did uh, a couple days ago? What did I do? I sent him a thank you note. Mm. I sent him a handwritten thank you note on a postcard. Brilliant. Just to say, hey, it was a pleasure working with you. Uh, I, I think we we did some good work together. I appreciate the opportunity. And if you ever need anything in the future, don't hesitate to ask. That's brilliant. Boom. Bam. Roasted. There he is. And then you're now you're yeah you're setting yourself up for work in the future. That's the Super idea. Super important. That's the idea. Nice job. All right. So, um, in conclusion. In conclusion. Go run. Run. And just move. Keep Do. practicing. Keep going forward. Yes. Being is not nearly <laughs> as important as becoming. Hmm. Just let that one soak there. Being is not nearly as important as becoming. Hmm. I love that. None of us are where we want to be, but all of us are working towards that. Yes. God, this show is heavy. Boom. Man. Boom. Man. Boom. All right. So. Wow. So uh, now that I just dropped that uh, that mind bomb on you, uh, let's uh, let's wrap this up for the day. Uh, <laughs> Sam, as always. 
twas a pleasure. Glad My to be back. Pleasure was mine. And uh, yeah, thank you all for tuning in again. You can always reach out to us for any reason you might think of, any topics you want to cover, any things you want to discuss, any comments, questions, concerns you might have. We're happy to discuss them for you because this is not just our show, Sam. Whose is it? It's their show as well. Yes, it is. So until next week, for Sam, I'm Josh. So long, everyone. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information.